1: Oh yeah! Yeah, I like it. Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Bing is for doing, and here we are doing another AfterBuzz TV show, and this is our first one for the amazing Hemlock Grove and, yes. and the, <laughs> the creepy Hemlock Grove, and this is season one, episodes one and two. We're gonna cover, and those are called Jellyfish in the Sky and the Angel. I am your host, Sean O, and I am joined here by three lovely ladies. (laughs) They're my co hosts (laughs) tonight. Let's start over here to my right.
0: Hello, everyone. I'm Marissa Serafini. I'm Tiana Hobson. And I'm JJ Juergens.
1: And we have a variety of topics to talk about regarding the first two episodes of another unprecedented awesome Netflix original Mm -hmm. series um, that that has all 13 episodes online. We are pacing ourselves, or at least we're trying to.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be hard Uh, to not jump ahead, but we'll try. (laughs) It's it's hard for
1: me. I know it is. Uh, These are the following topics we got. We got cheerleaders killed. Hmm, <laughs> by what now? And uh, Roman's a playa. And then we're going to talk about Christina. And someone has sloppy handwriting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess that too. Christina, <laughs> Christina
1: spreads rumors <laughs> oh, about Peter being a wolf. I thought that said severed. <laughs> <I remember. laughs>
2: It's my handwriting, sorry. Thank
1: you, Stephen. We appreciate the effort. And uh, and then in episode two, we're going to be talking about... uh, Actually, uh, before episode two, we'll talk about awkward moments between the two episodes. And we're going to talk about Peter turning in episode two. And we're going to be talking about an angel visiting Letha. So let's go ahead and get started. Cheerleader is killed, ladies. So... What, what's up with this? What Thoughts on this? Let's start off with that. Huh?
0: Of course it's a cheerleader.
1: <laughs> right? It's in high school. It has
0: it's to all, be. all right it has to be. if we, we lose another cheerleader. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Third dime a dozen, you know.
1: It was, yeah. It's kind of like the typical horror movie. Like the way yeah. it starts, you know, like, ooh, this naughty cheerleader. She's She wants to be all sexy and she has to die, right?
2: Yeah, and he's yeah. kind of like admiring her from afar. That's typical scene where she's down practicing and he's, you know, looking longingly at her.
1: Yeah, and did we even like get the cheerleader's name? They, they probably said her name in the episode uh, Brooke Bluebell yeah,
0: yeah. Brooke. Brooke
1: Bluebell it was Thank said you. later on when the we found
0: mm-hmm. her and to skip ahead a little bit and you yeah, know well she does die but we find out when when she dies that her name is Brooke
1: yeah, and mm-hmm. she um, she seemed to have a thing for the teacher, Miss. Not even seen. Hot it's for like, teacher. Kinda, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> obvious that she had a thing for the teacher. Like right when she's up there, the teacher's up there, like giving her her lecture on the stars, and she was just like looking so starry eyed at her teacher. Mm-hmm. Right?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. At first, I, at first, I thought she was genuinely into the lesson, and then I had to rewatch the scene again after I saw the the note in the book. I rewatched the scene. I was like, oh, she was making eyes at the teacher. Okay. <laughs> I'm with it now, a little slow, but I got it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> unfortunately, it got, you know, her her rendezvous with her got interrupted. Just where I thought there was going to be some, dude, that would have been racy for Netflix to have some <laughs> lesbian eroticism between a, a high school student and the teacher. And, teacher, and a teacher. Mm-hmm. <gasps> There's
0: there's a lot of um, female relationships going on in the show.
1: Oh, are you just, a, a, just our a resident little. book reader. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: yes, I have read the book, so um, I'll tr- try to drop hints here and there without spoiling anything too much.
1: Yeah, JJ, you mentioned earlier that okay, so. Uh, so, a Roman, he seemed to have a little bit of a connection with the cheerleader. Gosh, what was her name again? Brooke. 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 That was the no. character's name, right? Yes. yes. Okay, so he seemed to have a little bit of a connection there. What do you think that was about? Do you think he's been with her before sexually?
2: I want to say. I want to say no, but I mean, we saw the picture of them on her Facebook or wherever they were drinking together, but I don't know. For some reason, my gut tells me that they didn't, that he just like had a thing for her.
1: Yeah, it, it could have been that, too. When, when I saw it, I felt like she was kind of scared of him, almost. Like, she was Love teaching it. the kids, doing their pom-poms, and mm-hmm. when he waves, it was really ambiguous, like, the reaction she had, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what did you feel, Tiana?
3: Um, I felt like ma- I felt like they knew each other. I wasn't sure how well they knew each other, but, I mean, I saw a glimmer of, like, maybe she liked the attention of him watching her because she seems like she might be into that sort of thing people watching mm-hmm. i don't know All
0: right at first, I thought Brooke was the girl that Roman was sleeping with at the very beginning of the episode. That's who I thought it was. Then I went yeah. back yeah. to it, and I think they're actually two different, completely different girls.
2: Yes. Sure. I have to agree with you. I had to watch the beginning a couple times because I thought those girls were confusing. And then I also thought the cheerleader looked very different than the girl in the classroom. Yeah. So I yeah. thought I had to go back because then I see later on when she's running, she has the cheerleader thing on underneath her sweatshirt. So I was like, oh, it is the same girl. But that kind of threw me at first, too, so I had to go back and watch. Right.
1: I think gave it away for me were her bold eyebrows.
2: <laughs> <laughs> bold,
1: good word for it. <laughs> they're very, they're sexy, yeah. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so, she, she ends up getting, like, nailed in her car. She falls out, and she gets killed. And it, do you think that the house that she got killed in, that little, like, little playhouse? What house,
0: was, it? was it, it? It looked like <laughs> a doghouse in the middle of a playroom. Yeah, and it, I thought it was a
3: doghouse at first. My second thought was, why did you stop running? Me too! Right. Because no. something's chasing right. you. You don't go into this tiny house where, like, there's no way out yeah. at all. That was just a dumb move. It was, okay, you're done.
2: I thought the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I thought, you know what? Run into a building. run into But to run into that was the dumbest move ever. <laughs> it was not, and well, she's, she's a, a cheerleader. and she's. She <laughs>
0: She's, no, I'm sure she's athletic. She probably could have ran to a good distance to find help from someone.
1: That field though, it seemed like it was in the middle of nowhere, to be honest. It wasn't I don't a think it was park. Was it near a playground? I don't think it was. It was in the I
0: middle think of the it part part day. A yeah.
3: yeah, the next day when the police were around is when they kind of Panned out a little bit more, and you could see there were a couple other playthings, so it wasn't quite as random mm-hmm. to have it there as I originally thought yeah, that absolutely. it was.
1: And the whole reason that somebody found it was because there was a jogger, right? Jogger. She was going yeah, she by jogger. there, and you see her with her guts like all spilled out. Uh-huh. Which was, that was intense. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the thing is, um, in the show, we see. Uh, Brooke uh, with her bowels out, you know. Um, but in the book, we actually get two parts of her body. So it's like you only see the top half of the body. Oh, wow. So in the show, I thought it was interesting how they still show the body. It's still kind of all together, but it's just... Um, her guts are literally
1: splayed out. You know, that's actually <laughs> funny that you bring that up, Marissa, because when I watched the trailers for this show over and over and over <laughs> again on Netflix and on YouTube before actually watching the show, and I actually had that feeling. I felt mm-hmm. like they kept showing the body over and over again, and it looks like it's been completely severed in half, mm-hmm. where I, right. I thought that was the case. But here we see, like, you know, like yeah, we all mm-hmm. got to you see. We just
0: see a disembowelment. Yeah. This one.
1: Yeah, so anyway, it seems like the local police are a bit of a joke.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A little bit.
3: Yeah. I mean, hey, let's stop that guy because he's walking by. I thought that was a little random. (laughs) Um, he looks like like a gypsy. Let's stop him. Yeah, let's stop him. I mean clearly people are gonna be walking past the park. It's the morning. People are walking to school. Like that was that wasn't suspicious activity to me for the police to be like, Let's go get him. But I guess it is a small Mm -hmm. town. He's new there. So, maybe that's why.
0: Plus, the rumors about him, yeah, the rumors about, about being him. a werewolf, are already spread out. Like but,
1: everyone knows. but do you think that the adults in the town would also hear about these, he's the werewolf kid, rumor? Well, I don't think so.
3: I was trying to figure out if this is one of those towns where being a werewolf, like, people have heard of it before. Because you know how there's some places where, you know, that kind of stuff is, you know, no one would ever believe mm-hmm. it. But here, the rumor is spreading so fast that people are believing it. So, I'm sort of wondering if this town is some place where there's sort of magical creatures like that that Mm. do exist Mm -hmm. within them and everyone knows about it.
0: Well, you gotta think about how the rumor was actually spread from the beginning. Christina Mendel, who Mm -hmm. is a teenager in high school, she told it to her friends first, so that's going to go through the grapevine faster than it will go through the adult community, Mm -hmm. I think, and then, obviously, parents always hear from the kids about rumors, so I think it's got spread in the younger generation first than the adults yeah
1: so uh, we fast forward a little bit, and it seems like the police don't have much expertise on this, like, scientifically, right? Like, may- maybe they don't right. have this gruesome murders in the town, and they end up bringing it to uh, to the local scientist over at the Godfrey, hmm. was it the research building, the institute? Yeah, Godfrey, yeah. Godfrey. Godfrey. Institute. institute. Mm-hmm. Godfrey, is it called the Institute? Yes. Okay, yes. good. Well, I got it right. I was going <laughs> to say, like, industries, but it being a science place didn't sound as fitting. <laughs> so they end up bringing it there to Dr. Price. Am I right? That's, that's the guy's yes. Price. Time. Johann yes. price and he's played by uh Joel de, la de la Fuente de la Fuente yeah that guy's awesome just just the way he when we had okay we had Norman Godfrey there mm-hmm. and just the way that Norman was so antsy and anxious and he didn't want to use price it makes me feel like there's some mm-hmm. kind of antagonism between them from yeah. from the past yeah, definitely right? definitely. and just the way that he looked at him like he just the doctor just looks down at the photos and he looks back up at him and he looks down again <laughs> it, just, it was it made Norman livid yeah
0: now i agree there is tension there and there's some backstory but um another thing is that the way dr price speaks he's very intelligent and whatnot and he's somewhat condescending to other people he's so smart that anything he says like other people probably won't understand him so he's kind of rude and the same at the same time
1: yes (laughs) yes agreed (laughs) Uh, let's, unless you guys have anything else to add to that topic, let's move on to the next one. Roman Godfrey's a player.
0: (laughs) That he is. Uh Uh-huh.
1: And I think it just completely sets the tone with the show. And, you know, in the first episode, the first scene is he's, it's him, it's like he's eating that ice cream and on his face he's just got this blank, it's almost like a blank stare, right? Mm -hmm. You think he's spacing Mm -hmm. out of the wall or something. He looks out the window and there's this girl walking by and he goes out to the parking lot and he does dirty with her. (laughs) Right? And he does something like creepo status, right? He Mm -hmm. ends up... Cut, he cut cuts, his his cuts his finger, finger. Mm-hmm. with a razor. I thought he was going to cut I her. Thought I was waiting yeah, for him I'd, to kill her. I was like, too. yes, it's
0: going to start off
3: <laughs> with a <like>, death, <laughs> like, in the I car. it was going to awesome.
2: shoot out her neck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was going to have, like, an arterial gush yeah. <laughs> all over the place. He
0: gets yeah. a rush from cutting himself. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and then he put what looked like a circle on her shoulder, which is, I'm sure, it's an illusion, right? Do you guys agree? Yeah, to, yes. To, to the, that serpent S- symbol S- that we have, which is Ouroboros. Ouroboros.
0: Yeah.
2: What is that? Ouroboros. Ouroboros.
1: Do, do we do Tell anybody? Us what
2: this is? Yes. Do research on <laughs> that? Did you, yeah. Marissa?
3: I did a little bit. I can't
2: understand d- what
0: they called it. Uh, Ouroboros is actually a symbol of life, constantly in a cycle, continuous. Not like a lot of people would get it confused with you know, like the life of a phoenix, where a phoenix where it dies but it gets reborn again as like a baby or whatnot or as an infant. But um, the snake is constantly like you're dead, but then you're brought back to life, and like constantly the constant circle. of... From death to life, death to life, life still continues. Oh.
1: Yeah, they, hmm. I did a little bit of reading on it, too, on Wikipedia, my good friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wikipedia. <laughs>
1: there's, there's a lot of depictions with it. And, and one of the things that I saw also was it in, in alchemy, they used it, too, with mm-hmm. the alchemist trying to find gold and whatever and turning things from, you know, something that's pr- practically worthless, right, like mm-hmm. lead into gold or whatever. Right. And it's also almost similar to being, like, the yin and yang. In in uh, Asian culture, which is very interesting as well, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so
0: that.
1: so we actually Roman he, he just how many women was he with this episode? Ooh, he was with. <laughs> but. He, he was I wi- think
0: it's sad how we have to think about it. Yeah, yeah. A prostitute.
1: He was with mm-hmm. this girl who seems like a <laughs> prostitute, prostitute yeah. but I mean, he she... paid her. With
0: I'm pretty to... sure she was a prostitute, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. He paid her. I I
1: paid her a s- lot. I want to say that maybe she was just a high school student who's like getting into the prostitution <laughs> business. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, it sounded like I mean, clearly, well, she knew his name, so then she he paid her more to like forget his name, mm-hmm. and so I got like it was a. I don't know. Do you think it was the first time that this happened? No, no. it seemed like yeah. they're familiar. Yeah, that's I thought yeah. so too. Like Did this has know? gone on, and mm-hmm.
1: at least one other time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> at, least at
0: least
1: one other. Okay, and then the next person he has a little encounter with this is his mom, which <sighs> Olivia is
0: Olivia Gunnery.
1: Re- really creepy, man. Very like creepy. She she wakes him up right, and he's getting tailored in his own house, which shows how rich he is, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And she, while he's while uh, while he's getting tailored, Tiana, what what does she do to him? Do you remember?
3: Oh, doesn't... No. She, 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 like, reaches behind him in this weird manner. Yeah,
1: yeah. she, she, like, reaches behind him while he's getting his, like, vest on or whatever. And she's, like, showing him photos on her phone, but she's, like, embracing him in this weird way from behind creepy, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean I don't think my mom ever does that with my brothers, so <laughs> just saying it's not normal for moms to do that. That is a very couple move to come yeah. up from behind someone for that backwards, awkward hug. Right, so...
2: D- she had a couple of them. Like, she also when he was in the doorway of the kitchen, you know she, like, kind of put her hand on his cheek and, you know, just the kind of looks. She had a lot of the little creepiness in there. Yeah. And yeah.
3: she was really kind of jealous that he wanted to go hang out with his cousin, yeah. Letha, instead of going shopping with her and kind of gives him the guilt trip to come out with mm-hmm. her instead. I mean, there's just, yeah, creepiness all yeah. over the place.
0: I liked, all right, um, and we'll see it in the future, but for this episode, you see um, Olivia constantly dressed in white. And I think that's really interesting mm. because her character, um, she seems is actually a very dark character, yes. yet white usually symbolizes purity and good. Whereas, so that contradiction of elements is very interesting. How they played with that.
1: Yeah, I, I like that's that. A good point. That's a that's a good metaphor to bring up, and maybe it has something to do with the ouroboros stuff. When we're like the yin and yang, yeah, that and is like true. yeah.
0: And also, uh, Olivia kind of seems like a black and white character. Things are either good or really bad with her.
1: She yeah, she's, she's good. She's enjoying her time at mm-hmm. home. She's drinking. She's getting plastered at noontime. <laughs>
0: yeah. What a life. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and then the you know, next episode, it's like a totally different story. Yeah. But we'll, t- mm-hmm. we'll talk about yeah. that when yeah, we get to the right, next right, episode. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so do you think that there is an incestuous relationship between Roman and his mother, Olivia?
3: I'm not sure that anything has happened. But what really kind of freaked me out was when they did the flashback um, with um, Roman's dad and Olivia talking and how he asks, you know, well, what about Roman? And she says, he will always be mine. That kind of freaked me out in a weird, like, possessive yeah. way. Mm-hmm. I was like, she's very, like, she thinks he is hers. Like, she owns him. So it's going to be hard for her to let him go.
0: See, and that's the thing. Uh, Olivia has a lot of control issues. Mm-hmm. Yes, that we'll see.
1: And there was something else uh, I wanted to bring up in that flashback. I thought it was really important too, where uh, Norman's there, and yep. this is Olivia's brother. Am I right? Jr. Yeah. Or, yes. no, 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 no. Okay, what's Norman's the relation? Brother. Okay. Norman's
0: brother is Jr. Yes. Okay, JR's yeah. there. Yeah. All yes.
1: right, so, okay, so, but then they have the Godfrey name. She married into the Okay, so Godfrey she named. married into the Godfrey yeah, name. yeah, she married Jr. Oh, okay, into the this whole time, I've been thinking. <laughs> uh, well,
3: you thought that was her brother? I thought that was
1: her brother. <laughs> uh, so that would be I, really weird. I'm seeing so much symbolism, like, oh, my goodness, like, in the next episode, I'm like, it's just going to be defunct now that oh. we have this, but I thought it was like, okay, they're brother and sister, so they're doing this stuff, and then he sees their children, and doing stuff. So it's like, oh man, what have I done? I've rubbed <laughs> off on them. <laughs> well, um, anyway, I'm, yeah. I'm glad Thank that. God. Yeah, I'm glad there's not too incestuous <laughs> going on in this show.
2: We can only handle so much. <laughs> right.
1: But, okay, all right, let's defunct that. So, anyway, did you guys have anything else going on with uh, with him being a play? Oh, yeah, there was one thing. Well, yeah. With the, the, the girl who went to the bathroom with her tampon, mm-hmm. she, she was on her period, right? Right. And he ended up following her. Roman ended up following yeah. her. And, and and he was eating her out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the mm-hmm. stall. In the stall. And he, he puts down a bloody hand afterwards. Wow.
0: Roman has a thing for blood. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah so he does. I think the worst part
3: of that was that Peter was outside the bathroom listening. <laughs> very yeah, very right. creepy. Just you know, he knew what was going on. I could understand being there for a second or two. Yeah. Like, oh, is she in trouble or is everything okay? Mm. But then to stay there and listen, that was kind of
2: weird. Did think it was pretty funny, though, when he's like, yeah, this is what it looks <laughs> yeah, like. <absolutely laughs> that, was <lovely. laughs> that was a good moment. Very yeah. <laughs> teenager. Yeah. Kind of love it. Speaking of the incest, though, we also kind of talked about the weird relationship with his, oh, uh, his cousin. cousin, you know? Yes. He just, it's just too close, and, like, I was at first when they were at the, when they rented out the um, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, yeah, and they're all, at like, oh, they're a couple, I'm like, no, wait, they're cousins, and, yes, yeah, so there was mm-hmm. a lot of strangeness with that relationship as well.
1: Yeah, I actually, it's funny that you mentioned the name of the the park, because when she said, I rented out Pennsylvania, I thought she said Pennsylvania. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and I was like, dude, she, what, how did you rent out the whole state for them to go like, drive around in and play?
0: But the story does take place in Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. That's why, mm-hmm.
0: That's
3: why I was like, okay. they're in Pennsylvania, but they also bought. Pennsylvania, and I was I was confused for most of the first episode with that whole thing. When I went back and rewatched, I saw like a cup or something that said mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh okay, there, yeah. we, there we go. And the
1: M is like the yeah. roller coaster, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, which is very clever. It's a but
0: clever I c- name. I can and cannot kind of believe their relationship. Uh, I mean, Letha and Romans because I do know cousins who are that close, even though they're not brother and sister, but they are close. Like brothers and sisters, so I can actually can believe that realistic relationship between them, but it does get a little questionable.
2: Yeah, like when he's mad at her for being pregnant, you know, he gets so mad and so I just I don't know. It it, it didn't come. Yes, it didn't come off as like you know I'm I'm mad. I'm going to beat up whoever did this to you. Type of mad. It was like jealousy mad. Yeah, you shut your lying, whoring. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Very strong. (laughs) (laughs)
1: So yeah. do you think that they've had some sexual stuff going on? Because didn't she say something like, hey, you want to go to my place after the park? Didn't she say something like that at the end? Or was it I him? I can't remember. One of them said something, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, It, it might have, have been, been him. Something, mm-hmm.
3: But, I mean, I think she also did tell her dad, at least,
1: that she was still a virgin. So maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't but know. Well, maybe she doesn't consider Sitter. the cousin. <laughs> the
3: cousin <That> doesn't count. <laughs> cousins yep. don't count. No, that's still weird. Um, I mean, I get that they're close because I'm close with my cousins, but we're not close in a creepy, maybe there's more than just our cousins going on Yeah, kind of way.
1: It's, it's very ambiguous. And I, I wanted to actually say that at the beginning of the show today, <laughs> at the beginning of the podcast. This show can be summed up in one word. Ambiguous. Yes. (laughs) Seriously, there's so much stuff going on, and I want more. I want to know more so I can piece things together better. And it's it feels like it feels like a book, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I really enjoy about this show. It's just like, oh, give me more, give me more. Anyway, uh, that's uh, let's let's actually talk about our iTunes account. And our fans, you know, we've been talking about some things we're not sure about them. Go ahead and tweet at us. Give us comments and reviews. And be sure to rate, you know, and give us, like, five stars. Because you know what? We deserve it. Am I right?
2: (laughs) And we're a brand new show. Brand new,
3: so... Help us get up
1: there in the stars. That's right. Yeah, and give comments
2: that you want to hear us talk about, because as you can see, there's a lot of things we're going to be trying to figure out, so we'll take any comments you have to help us, too.
1: That's right, and tell a friend, because it only takes a minute to tell a friend about AfterBuzz TV's Hemlock Grove podcast, and uh, yeah, that's that's right, JJ, so... Go ahead and rate, you know, in the rating thing, you can comment and tell us what you guys want to talk about. And you can even like tweet at each of us. So you can tweet at me at Sean Austin O on Twitter and Marissa.
2: I'm at Serafini TV. I'm at TweetT22. And I'm at JJ Jergens.
1: Yeah, so um, our next topic. And also, oh, before you ahead. start,
2: um, we are also
0: live streaming on iPads, iPhones, and Androids yes. now, too. So yes. you can watch Yay. us live on your phone. That's exciting.
1: That's right. I used to have a problem with that when I whenever I would be at home, I'd be like, "Oh man, I want to use my iPad so much exactly. to watch AfterBuzz TV." And I was like, "Problem
0: oh, solved." It's, <laughs> yeah.
1: Now it's HTML5 enabled, right, Marissa? That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we can all love watch it.
0: it. Yeah, that's right. Moving yes. on up.
1: Thank goodness. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Right. That we are. <laughs> so, uh, Chris, Christi- what was that again? Christina. Christina. C- <laughs>
3: Oh, she she, she just spread spreads
1: rumors. Spreads, spreads rumors. Yeah. That's right. Not severs. <laughs> Not severs. <laughs>
0: you she got to work rumors. on legibility.
1: <laughs> she didn't she get spreads cut. Them. <laughs> she didn't get cut. Also. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> so Christina spreads rumors about Peter being a werewolf. So this right when she meets him, it's just a, such an interesting dynamic, right? Mm-hmm. And I think at the end of their conversation, she even calls him weird, but she's the yeah. weird one, am mm-hmm. I right? Yeah. yeah. She's who yeah. Comes out of nowhere.
3: Starts questioning him, accusing him of being a werewolf... Because of his fingernails, was that his finger I mean, length? His finger length, yeah. Yeah,
1: because the index finger and the middle finger were apparently the same, same. length, or really close to the same length. So that means you're a werewolf. Just double check <laughs> mine, make sure I'm good.
2: <laughs> I did that last night. I was like, mm-hmm.
1: like uh, I'm good. I'm good. I think everybody. we're all good. Yeah. We don't have we're any werewolves yet. on the panel. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. No, but it's funny you mentioned Tiana. His fingernails, because they were really long. They right? were really
3: yeah. long. That's why I focused on the fingernails when they did the close-ups. Man, his nails are kind of like claws already. Yeah. Man, He's human. That's
1: weird. It must be a gypsy yeah. thing. Gypsies. It might be. The Never cut with, their
0: nails. <laughs> the thing with Christina is that she, in the book, she's 13 years old, so she's probably in high school as a freshman, so mm-hmm. she is young. She is precocious in that matter, And she, so she wants to be a Russian novelist or something to that effect. So uh, her character is kind of reporter-like in asking mm-hmm. all these out-of-the-blue
2: questions. So it's very
0: true to character for Christina. Mm-hmm.
2: Do you think, this question I had, because they kept talking about Vince, right, that lived there before? Cousin the, Vince. Cousin yeah. Vince. So do you think, I was trying to figure out the history, was he something before? So she was already down there, like being inquisitive because they moved into his place and questioned, or, or, right. or well, not?
0: Christina is, um, you know how when we see. Peter first moved to the trailer uh-huh. and we see the house over the hill yeah. mm-hmm. that's actually Christina's grandparents' house and Christina stays with her grandparents from time to time so he um, she knows that Peter and someone else has moved into this trailer and she knows that Vince is gone
2: see that's um, what I, 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 so I there got there is some relationship there that's what, so. I. I figured that she was somehow coming coming from there, but then I just wondered if there was something with Vince, you know, which obviously we didn't get in the first two mm-hmm. episodes that, to made her make her really be interested in them or know that like but. if he was a werewolf or how. Because how know, did she know about the finger? The finger thing? Yeah, because that's hard to know. Yeah. Maybe her when and you, Vince
3: were friends and they talked or maybe she saw him out there in the woods doing something and got suspicious of things and that's when she kind of started questioning everything and then knowing that peter is related to him werewolves clearly Mm -hmm. the bloodstream runs you know it runs in the family
1: family, so that's why she's like oh you must be a werewolf Uh too yeah so aside from from um Peter, which is a very fitting name by the way. Is that an allusion yeah. to the yeah. Peter in the Wolf? Peter and the wolf. That
0: was exactly the first thing I thought
1: of. Yeah, seriously, right. So what did we learn about him besides that his index finger and middle finger are but you know, really long and he's potentially a werewolf? He's a thief. He's a thief. <laughs> a
0: thief. <laughs> yeah. Like like gypsies, they're known as you know pitpocketers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: That's right. And uh, additionally, we learned a, a bit about his mom. Right? Is that Linda's his mom? Right? Linda's his yes. mom. Yeah. Okay. So we learned a bit about his mom. She is a anybody drug dealer? Yes. No? You guys don't think so? I wouldn't oh. think so, no. Dude.
0: Vince
2: was a drug dealer.
1: Dude, she like... And that's
2: where she found his drugs. Oh. Yeah. Yes. But
1: she found the drugs and she said, we're in business. I'm taking that as she's going to start a business now. I took
2: it as she's going to use them all. Yeah, that's all I <laughs> she's like, ah, oh, I'm hooked up.
1: <laughs> but But did you notice that later in the episode, there's a scene where... Uh, Olivia, Olivia, she's using that yes, same yes. Yeah, like same. droplet thing, and she's putting I mean, them in her eyes, and she's, she's apparently she's getting an eye off of that stuff. Yeah, and
3: oh, sorry, go yeah. ahead. Oh, well, I was just gonna say, and um, clearly, Linda and knows about Olivia and her family because she warns Peter to stay away from the Godfrey's. Yeah. And she also said something
1: really important there. Did anybody else catch that?
2: was she was at the she table, them she mad. Something. She yeah. Um,
1: She's, I think she said, they're my business.
2: Yeah, they're Stay my business. Stay away
1: from them. And
2: yeah.
0: that they are their business. Um, actually... She
2: called them something else negative, didn't she, yeah. too? Oh, uh, uh, filth.
0: Delfth. Filth. Filth. Yeah. yeah. She's like, filth. But um, in the book, I believe that Cousin Vince actually dealt the drugs to Livia. Oh, okay. So that's, therein lies that connection hmm. with those two.
1: Well, I feel like Linda's probably going to be continuing that because what what else is she going to be doing, you know? Huh? Yeah, How she, else could she be getting this much money this quickly just moving into the trailer, right? So, I feel like there is that, those drugs, probably LSD, it looks like, right? She's dropping it into her eyes. That's like <laughs> the typical thing. They're seeing, she's seeing hallucinations afterwards, the jellyfish in the sky, which is where the title, <laughs> the title comes from. Comes from. It's, it's that, I'm sure. And it's also at the end, the memorial. And they're like putting up all the That's you, a juxtaposition. Those yeah. yeah, those floating, mm-hmm. lanterns, floating into, lanterns into for the, the sky. Memorial. Uh-huh. That's yeah. right.
2: We also learned that Peter's kind. He like warms up to Sally and and kind of yeah. you know becomes her friend and he's got a softer side. That was
3: cute. That's right. <laughs> he, he does. I was he, really happy that he, he does that. Yeah,
0: he seems like a really chill guy. Like he doesn't care anything mm-hmm. really about people. He doesn't really have a lot of judgment, even mm-hmm. though a lot of people judge him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, whatever. Yeah, kind of that.
1: Actually, JJ, her name is Shelley.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Shelly. What did oh, I, I say, Sally? You
1: said Sally, but that's okay. Oh, no. Shelly. A, I, I was going to <laughs> talk Shelly about Dang. that, too. It's total illusion to Frankenstein. Am I right? Yes. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Mary Shelley.
3: That's what I thought
1: mm-hmm. of. Yeah. And <laughs> I thought of something. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she, when she took off her um, her wig, right? Bald yeah. as a cue ball, and she has that huge, humongous eye. Mm-hmm. sleeping
0: so
3: eye.
1: What, why do you guys think that happened to her?
3: I Well, now that you bring up LSD, you know, being dropped in people's eyes, maybe her mom was doing that while she was pregnant. Uh, no, but I think that the Godfrey's have some sort of, or at least Olivia, clearly is hiding something. She's something, because I think it's something that's been questioned. Even J.R., her former husband, mm-hmm. was questioning, you know, like, what are you? What are mm-hmm. you? And so until we find out what she is, maybe that will explain why
1: Shelly came out the way she did. Now, the what mm-hmm. are you? Could be the physicality of it, like what are you? Or it could be like, what are you? Are you a wolf? Are you a vampire? Are you whatever? It, it, you know, she like is sort of sorceress, mm-hmm. like not human, right? Or it could mm-hmm. be maybe, what are you like? Are you evil? Like the metaphysics of it? Are mm-hmm. you evil? Are you? Mm-hmm. Are you good? What? I can't read you. You're hot and cold, <laughs> like, <laughs> like most women are. Oh. Oh. Hey,
2: hey, well, you're outnumbered here. Be careful.
1: I, I got a wife now, so I can say that.
2: <laughs> Not if you want to keep it very that. long.
1: <laughs> anyway, was there any else, anything else that we want to talk about regarding Peter and him being a gypsy werewolf? Anything? No. Let's Mm-mm. let's go ahead and move on to our awkward moments. So for episode one, awkward moment that I saw, uh, and I know you, guys, this, I'm like totally like <laughs> hitting you guys with this out of nowhere, but uh, this is what I got. When I thought Peter had no pants in the hammock that was...
3: <laughs> <awesome. laughs> <laughs> 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 did you guys
1: feel that way? When he's in there, the, the, this little girl, right? Christina.
0: Girl
3: Christina, <laughs> Christina
1: she walks right up to him, and he's, like, covering himself. And he's like... And he kind of, he like... I think he <laughs> had boxers on. He did have boxers yeah. on. Yeah. But I felt like he was, like, just... Pantsless. Hanging
0: out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm in my own
2: front yard here. I can oh, be great. naked if I want to.
1: My common <laughs> trailer. What's wrong with a
2: little naked sunbathing?
1: <laughs> what sun? It's yeah, you know. foggy <laughs> as hell in Hemlock Grove.
2: Good point. Yeah.
1: And we talked about this a little bit, but Roman with his mother, t- two times during the episode, mm-hmm. awkward looking incestuous <laughs> stuff right there. Um, Roman's uh, Roman's dad, we talked about this too, asking the the... Uh, asking uh, Norman, saying, "Hey, are you screwing my wife? Yeah. Are you?" He didn't, and he didn't say those exact words. Yeah, before. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you effing my wife?
0: No, he no. said, he said I, "I know." Yeah, oh, I, know. I know. Yeah.
1: Oh wow, he was like really direct about it <laughs> then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, th- this will segue us into episode two. But in episode two, uh, Roman commenting to Letha, saying, "His cousin is very beautiful." Right? Wasn't that awkward? That was a Aww. little awkward, too. Yeah, who are you? What have you done with my cousin? You're too beautiful to be my cousin. <laughs>
3: yeah, that was weird. And their kiss, yeah. hello, in the car. Was it on the cheek? It was on the cheek, but it was, I, I mean, maybe because they had Norman watching from the window, so that's why they went in like yes. so slow, but it was a very sort of sensual... Mm-hmm. Kiss on the cheek, I thought for cousins.
1: Was it like totally agree? Was it almost like corner to corner of the mouth touching? Was it that close? What, what did you feel? I didn't see. I didn't think it
3: was that close. It was, it was just the way that they were moving towards each other and maybe lingered for like half a second on their on the cheek and then backed away.
2: I agree, yeah. and I think having Norman watch it mm-hmm. too made it even more like that. Like he was the the father, like afraid, like some guy was you know gonna hit on his daughter, so it made it even more creepy and mm-hmm. awkward. Yeah,
1: and they, they were like, oh, what he can't even come in the
2: house <laughs> <laughs> no All flowers right. I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: it's
0: just my cousin taking me out to a dance <laughs> <asking me again. laughs> I agree I, I think the relationship is just a little bit too close for comfort and uh.
1: and I feel um, I thought Norman, I keep wanting to say, like, I'm, I'm about to get their names mixed up. Roman, Norman. Roman, Norman. Yeah,
3: they're very close.
1: Yeah, so I, him, I think, did he cry a little bit, like, at the bar? Like, he was about to cry or something like that? And then also Olivia, for sure, crying in the car over him. That was, like, so awkward. Like, she had yeah. the guy, she had the bartender going down on her, and then yeah. right after that she starts crying when he mentions something about Norman.
0: Yeah. Yeah, She. but the bartender did get into personal backstory of Olivia about her relationship with uh, Norman and that obviously strikes a chord. So
2: um, there is some backstory there. Mm-hmm.
1: True that, mm-hmm. and we'll find out more as the story develops.
2: A small little other awkward moment for me, I think, was the young girls um, g- going in the dance with their tutus and then talking about how they were going to get laid. I was like, you look like you're 10. <laughs> yes,
1: seriously. They <laughs> act like they're 10. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even look like they were freshmen in high school. No, no. no. And I was like, whoa. It was so <laughs> creepy. And the, the father was, or I don't know if they were twins or not. right? I think they, they are okay. They are twins. They are twins. Okay, they look like, yeah. one of them looked like she was a little bit off, so I was like, is she yeah. Really yeah. twins. Younger? Fraternal. They could be fraternal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, Lastly, Olivia, Norman, and Shelly all having lunch together. Awkward moment. Am I right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. Where the, the waitress is yeah, like the asking her. Is, mm-hmm.
3: kind of yeah, hitting yeah, on yeah. him
0: and protecting her, Shelly, at the same time. Yeah, but again, it also shows Olivia's control issues when mm-hmm. the waitress asks what will Shelly be having and Olivia's like, She'll ha- the normal would be... What was salad it? Um, Some, satisfactory. Some yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah whatever yeah, yeah. meals mm-hmm. she was going to have w- will be satisfactory and, and then she repeats it twice yeah and so that's just control issues oh, even over
2: what they're going to eat mm-hmm. so little things like that yeah i think she wanted her to have meat she's like mm-hmm. you need your meat or something yeah and she
1: said she food. wanted a
3: salad uh-huh. yeah she motioned that she wanted the salad mm-hmm. She can't really talk. Those <laughs> like, oh, well, yeah, yeah. And I feel so bad for like her hands are bandaged up. She got that weird eye going on, yeah. and she can't talk. She's I mean, it, I thought she was Frankenstein walking down the hallway the first time we saw her.
2: Yeah, did not at all expect in the a second episode to hear the tone of her voice. Did, for me, like, did not match oh, at yeah. all what I in think- my head I pictured her thoughts to be like that. Yeah,
0: and 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 to go off of that, I was just thinking the same thing because Shelly physically can't speak, but in her emails to Norman, that uh, she's very intelligent yeah. mm-hmm. and very well spoken, and she can clearly write well. You know, mm-hmm. she's very literate, and but also that goes with fact like episodes one and two in the book, the characters are very uh, well spoken and intellectual and whatnot. But in the first episode, they a lot of the scenes didn't really happen exactly as it did in the book so these characters they kind of had their own way of speaking in the first episode and then in the second episode most of their scenes are like almost word for word for what's happening in the book so like so they already had their pre their speech in the first one but then in the second one it seems a bit different so it kind of like they had the personal input and then uh the then they had the authors kind of yeah. speech
1: the narrator yeah the
0: narrator's mm-hmm. point of view so th- I think that is a little bit com- conflicting with the characters especially in the first two episodes when we're still trying to learn everybody and what's mm-hmm. going on so, yeah so that was interesting
1: thank you Marissa <laughs> so <laughs> episode two let's talk about the juicy stuff please Peter turns am I right
2: wow what That's a scene awesome. yeah <laughs>
1: That was amazing. So that was the most awesome. un- unique wolf transformation I have ever seen, and I've seen quite a few TV and and films like with with werewolves in them and oh my goodness. So this was <laughs> totally like great. pretty much if, if I was to sum it up. How about let's go with you guys first. How would you guys sum up this wolf transformation?
2: Can
3: you sum it?
1: Up? I don't even know how. All I
2: know is right at the beginning with all the cracks and the necky those sounds like I was like, "Oh, it was so it was just so I don't know, just real, like, and violent, and just, like, you know, I think in other shows, like... Twilight, Twilight or whatever, Twilight. <laughs> like, you know, it makes it look so cool, versus like this easy transition, you know, and I, I liked this one because I thought it showed probably the turmoil and how hard this really is for him to go from being a person to this, and I, it just wasn't such an easy transformation, and I like seeing him struggle through it all. And it was,
3: I, I think I watched half of it through my fingers <laughs> because I was scared of what might happen next, but I agree, I thought that the sound effects and everything that went along with it was great because I felt it in every part of my body. I I felt like my bones were being crushed. I felt like I was like a beast was literally ripping out of my skin. I thought that was a creative way because we haven't
1: seen. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it's
3: not something that we get to
1: see a lot of. Yeah. All right. Thank thank you, Stephen, for putting that up. Yeah,
0: um, I liked it because it was very visceral and very physical, and you can yes, like you said, you can feel the pain. But the thing, I the way that they conveyed it, it showed like the beast within coming mm-hmm. out and just literally ripping apart and devoiding itself of any humanity yeah. and completely separating the, the human Peter to the
1: werewolf. And yeah. I think that's where the whole Ouroboros comes in because it's like this creature that's inside and it's being reborn. And then, yeah. of, of course, I haven't seen the third episode, but later on, he, how is this going to play out when he transforms back into a human from yeah. a wolf? It's, didn't he eat? He, yeah, he like his, his, own his own skin and yeah, he must have been yeah. he must have been really hungry after that transformation. I mean, really? I bet the uh, the eyeballs were like Jujubes oh. for dessert.
2: <laughs> that part, <Probably>. wow. <laughs>
0: Another interesting Eyeballs come out right now. Uh, another interesting thing is um, there was an interview with Eli Roth talking about this transformation scene and he said that they were still working on perfecting the transformation even when they were shooting episode 13. So they had this whole time just to make this transformation awesome. Wow. Yeah.
1: They did a good job at that. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely the teeth and the eyeballs coming out. That is something I did not expect to happen at mm-hmm. all. So it's just like he grows completely. That
2: pushed yeah. through right there, oh, right at the end where the mouth kind of pushes through too. I thought was amazing.
1: Yeah, and then when he emerges, and he's not some kind of monstrous wolf. Yeah. He's a real wolf. I liked that, like, too. Like, he totally blends yeah. in. He doesn't look, like, he, he looks special in a way, but it's subtle. It's a mm-hmm. really subtle, special-looking wolf. And then when just when he eats, yeah, he eats his own skin. It's just so, like, whoa, he is hardcore. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what I thought. Don't too. mess with that wolf.
0: Right. <laughs> and I like the version of this wolf that they showed because it showed, like, this wolf isn't going to attack you unless it's provoked. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm not like where we had this false notion that like all werewolves are going to
2: instantly attack whoever's around you. Do you think he had any recognition when like Roman was like Peter, like said his name and there was like a little look in the wolf's eyes? Do you think there's any sort of I kind of felt of like who he, he was is?
3: I kind of felt like he still knew who he was yeah. because even Linda before he tran Um, changed over, said something about, like, oh, he's my my little boy, you know, even when he's the wolf, he's still my sweet boy, I think is what she said. And so that's what made me think that it was safe to have Peter there, Mm -hmm. because they knew that he still knows who he is when
1: he's the wolf, which is why he knows he didn't kill Brooke. Hmm. Now, how do you think he is transforming into a wolf. Why? Like, how, do you think he was scratched by another wolf? Was he infected? Was he born this way? What are your guys' thoughts on that?
0: I think it's family. Yeah, yeah I'm going to um, go with born that way. Bec- his grandfather, mm-hmm. Nikolai, who we've heard in the first episode, called um, Calderash Ash Ro- Roman. Mm-hmm. And um, that whole family line, of gypsies. But I'm not sure about the werewolf
1: per se, but... So I'm, I'm thinking, you, you just mentioning gypsies again, Marissa. I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, gypsies, old world, right? Europe, vampires, Transylvania. Mm-hmm. All <laughs> Romania. That stuff. Romania. They bring, because they're gypsies. They're very transient people. Mm-hmm. They brought this. Maybe this came with them, it's their fun. lineage, and they brought this werewolf family to the states, and that's why it's in Pennsylvania. What yeah. do you guys think? Could
0: be. Nikolai came from the um, Carpathian area. That's right. To the States.
1: And I have no idea oh. where Carpathia
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, uh, Carpathian Mountains are north of Romania, I believe. Yeah, n- north of Romania. Okay. Which is south of Poland. <laughs> All think right. of, it, that, that think of it between Europe and Russia in that general so area. So
1: very, um, okay. that's very... Where Romania is. Very Eastern European, Yes, very much. Eastern. Okay, very good. So now we know
0: some geographical.
1: (laughs) We need. I (laughs) want to look up. I want to look up Carpathian stuff for our next episode because I just, I'm not really that familiar with gypsies, but um, I, yeah, Roma. It's it's so unique. It's like its own culture, its own, it's, it's like a nationality, but they're oh. just so transient and, mm-hmm. and, they, and because they're so transient, they get abused and they get, they become a scapegoat for everything, right? Yeah. During yeah. World War II, yeah. Hitler blamed them just as much as the Jewish people for, for being a part of causing Germany to fall. Yeah, Can I ask exactly. a question?
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. Go Sorry. On. Go ahead,
1: Stephen. Um, what do you guys think of, like, the significance of Roman actually doing this transformation, I mean, uh, Peter doing this transformation in front of Roman? I mean, he's supposed to not show anyone, I mean, I'd assume. And then we see at the end of the first episode, uh, Roman shows his power in front of Peter, which Peter didn't know about. And now in the end of the second episode, it's like the same thing. Like, their relationship's kind of going pretty quickly.
3: They're developing a romance.
0: Mm -hmm. That's exactly it, because the mother of uh, Linda, you know, Peter's mom, said that Peter doesn't have a lot of friends. And then Olivia's, in in future episodes says that Roman doesn't have Mm -hmm. a lot of friends so they're building this relationship and they kind of know that something's up with each other like Mm -hmm. there's mysterious um mysterious past with both of them so they they're just bonding in that way Mm
1: -hmm. if we have a friend if we were to rewind a little bit regarding roman and peter what was up with the note being thrown in class and saying can i watch
3: that that was kind of awkward too (laughs) it was awkward also i wanted to put that down yeah (laughs) 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 exactly
2: Yeah. Now, I thought that was referring to him thinking that he killed the cheerleader. So he was asking what it was like to kill her, and can he watch the next time?
1: Yeah, but that's. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It could have been that. I thought it was and just
3: asking p- to watch him transform.
2: transform, which it probably was. Since yeah, at the end, that's yeah. what happened. But you know, at the fir- at the end of the first episode, he was saying, "What was it like to kill her?" Right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and he so was. they fascinated
2: by each other's.
1: So yeah. You're right, JJ, and it even seemed like he that was even uh, ambiguous, too, because at the end of that scene, at the end of the first episode, he asks him that, and doesn't he kind of, like, not say, like, d- if he killed her, like, straight up directly,
2: right? Yeah, I think they ended it just to kind of... For drama,
1: yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and then we told actually we totally forgot to talk about this too, but Roman has some kind of powers as well, because mm-hmm. at the beginning of episode yeah. two, what was that? He ends up compelling it looks like like a typical vampire yeah. thing. Yeah, yes. The the one of the police officers, one of those hillbilly police, <laughs> <laughs> to leave and say, hey man, just leave us alone. My mom's gonna kill me. And the other cop is like, dude, you creepy weirdo kid. Fine, yeah, we'll yeah, go. It's like and push. then his nose started bleeding. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. it was there very like blood again, like in True Blood when they're. Gla- right which yeah, made me think of his exactly. brother at that point and i'm like this family is just so <laughs> talented and amazing
0: And yeah, it's like a push kind of deal it's like these aren't the droids you're looking for yeah yeah, yeah.
1: like the uh, oh the jedi mind trick yeah these are not the droids you're looking for <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to our next topic <laughs> so an angel visits letha <laughs> in her bedroom at some point during episode two, kind of in the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah, in the beginning. And it's, it. I want to say it's not the typical looking angel, right? It looks like this dark form and then it its wings come out and then the wings are really light, but the form's still dark and you can't tell what it is. And I'm having a premonition of an immaculate conception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little bit of an allusion to biblical stuff and Mary and all that, right? Mm-hmm. So what'd you guys yeah. think of that scene?
3: I thought that, well, I thought that she was lying about the immaculate conception, about the angel, you know, coming. I mean, clearly she had the dream where the angel came to her, but the whole pregnancy part of it, I thought she was covering for Roman. That was those were my thoughts for the longest time until I saw his reaction to finding out that she was pregnant and it wasn't his. Like
1: that whole situation just made me uncomfortable. <laughs> Maybe uh, Tiona, Maybe that me- that might just be because he's been using condoms this whole time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like
1: what? And he's like, no way. No you told that's me you were on why. the pill. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: I yeah, I'd oh, like ahead. the silhouette though, because it goes back to the black and white, mm-hmm. and, and in the show, and it just shows mm-hmm. it could be anything, and goes back to the ambiguity. Yeah, there's very enigmatic.
1: It's very enigmatic. There's so much ma- so much ambiguity. There are so many ellipses in the show and uh, and and I'm sure I want to say a part of me wants to say that the cousins are bumpin' uglies.
2: Well, especially if Norman talks later about how he thinks she's just making, you know, like, um, not making it up, but that, like, she actually got raped and this is her way mm-hmm. of, of dealing with it. I forget what the, the term was, I wrote it down. But anyway, that could also kind of explain the while she's seen this angel thing, but there's also that dark black force in there that's maybe something else that was actually raping her.
0: hmm.
3: Psychedelic amnesia. That was it.
0: Yep.
2: Oh,
1: wow. That's what he said?
2: That's <laughs> yeah. what he
3: said that um, thinks- he thought was going on with Letha. because Mm -hmm. she was blocking out the fact that she was raped and pretending like it hadn't happened and that when she wakes up from it and realizes what happened, it's going to be too late and she's going to have this baby and a reminder and that's why he wants her to have the abortion
1: now I, okay, remember in episode one, they have the killing happen of the cheerleader, Brooke. They go backwards three months beforehand, and then we're, we're back to present day, right? So, how far along did they say Letha was in her pregnancy? Was it just like that, or was it like a few months already had well, passed? They,
0: they showed the birth test, the, the pee on the stick test, mm-hmm. um, but we usually don't. How long do you I don't usually they mentioned. wait to take one of those?
2: I want to say they I did. I would think after she, like, missed a period, probably, and... Yeah, isn't it usually, like, you find out
1: five, five of the four? stick for, for, I don't know. Probably a month? I want to say, nine. and our fans, please maybe, re, like, let us know if you guys have caught this. Tweet at us. And uh, I, I feel like that they mentioned like, oh, it's been a few months already, or she's already three hmm. months pregnant. Something like that. They so.
3: said it had been, wasn't it three months since the girl had been killed? But we don't know where in there the dream happened and where she became Mm -hmm. pregnant. We don't. Because I didn't hear them say any amount of time that she's been pregnant, but I think they did say that Brooke had been dead for about three months is what's coming to my mind.
1: Yeah, so there was some kind of indicator there with that mm-hmm. time maybe coinciding with her getting pregnant. That's yeah, because she's I, not
3: showing. No, she yeah, isn't. At least yeah. not in that flapper's 20s Mm-mm. dress she had going on. Yeah, and even the in dance. the book,
0: it doesn't really give a specific time frame of when that happened Um, in context with everything else because it just shows that she took a test and that was it. She's pregnant.
1: I have a feeling that it is an incestuous baby because why would they be showing so much in the in the opening credits? They say they show so many monstrosities and like babies that are in the womb and then they have like multiple legs, right? Like mm-hmm. almost like octopuses. Yeah. And it's it just it makes me feel like that's a bit of foreshadowing.
0: Yeah. And and also it goes um, there's that flashback in the first episode when Olivia talks about Roman was born with a call. So, uh, I think that that might be another factor into um, different pregnancies in the show.
1: Yeah. Hmm. A bit. Hmm. Well, I, I think that about does it for our
0: episode.
1: <laughs> 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 what about the guy they <laughs> yeah. find on the road?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Pullman.
0: Pullman. On their way home from the dance. Francis
2: Pullman. He's, he's talking about huge needles, and then he basically recognizes Roman and blames And scared of him.
1: He did, and there was something Mm -hmm. really important there. We've been talking about this this serpent thing the whole episode. Ouroboros, he said Ouroboros, didn't he? I'm pretty sure I remember him saying that. I think
3: he did, because I
1: thought he was just talking gibberish
3: at that point. But I remember him saying something about that. He was... That whole scene with him running through the woods made me think everything he was saying made me think he had come out of Dr. Price's, like, Mm -hmm. laboratory because clearly that guy's back there doing something that no one knows about because Olivia and Norman get in a fight when she, you know, has asked for an increase in budget and Norman doesn't want to give him more money and she's like, well, I don't know what it's for. If you want to know, go ask Dr. Price. Mm -hmm. It's like no one knows what he's up to back there in his secret laboratory, so. Uh And another thing,
0: France's right eye is kind of messed up, too, just like Shelly's right eye is messed up.
1: Oh, there, there, oh. Is some, there is something going on mm-hmm. There's a connection <laughs> Oh, I found it right here He says, Ouroboros, and I saw the dragon And then when he sees Roman, he says, I don't want to see this
2: Yeah Yeah
1: Yeah. And you know, um, Roman does have like a creepy stare, right? Like yeah. he, he gets so yeah. He has big eyes, he gets so wide-eyed Even just seeing him and the way he looks I want to say he's like an incest baby I want, I want to mm-hmm. say, it, I don't I mean, know, he just looks creepy. He does.
0: He's very piercing eyes. Mm-hmm.
3: And they're big.
1: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, but what one thing I noticed, I mean, I'm not going to compare this series to Twilight at all, but the way that Roman kind of stares off reminds me of sort of the vampires in Twilight where they're just very loners, they're by themselves, usually not a lot of friends, and he just comes off as that creepy. So part of me wants to think that he is... Maybe a vampire or some sort of m- magical creature as well. Maybe yeah. a hybrid
1: vampire. Maybe a hybrid.
3: Mm-hmm. Maybe we're doing vampire diaries, you know, <laughs> va- vampire werewolf
1: hybrid there. I don't know. Well, if nobody else mm-hmm. has anything else to add, let's move into our news and gossip. After Buzz TV yeah. news. Well, we got, um, I think uh, we have a couple things, right? I got something really interesting that that I'm kind of proud of, I must say. <laughs> um, we were tweeting at some of the cast members. I tweeted at, uh, t- at Tia Horn. I don't know her, her real name. Kenny it's, Tia Horn? It, it's kind of hard to say. Kenna Tia Horn? It,
0: it's spelled like Kenny Tio.
1: Kenny Tio Horn. i Horn.
0: We're so, probably butchering it, I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so, anyway, I tweeted at her and she retweeted my tweet. And I just said something kind of like, like, Oh, I can't wait to see you. And I haven't seen her yet. I want to see her in the show. <laughs> um, yes. Damn. And then additionally, I also tweeted at Joel de, uh, de la Fuente, uh, who oh. plays Dr. Price. And I said to him, uh, it's it's awesome how you piss off Norman Godfrey with a simple glance. Hashtag at Grove at uh, SerafinaTV, that's yep. included you, <laughs> and at TV. And he, uh, he I think he just replied to my tweet, and he said, I do what I can, smiling
3: <laughs> That's <laughs> <Nice>. awesome. <laughs> I really okay. love that.
1: Tiana, did you have some news? Well, mine's the same as Marissa's,
3: so uh, gonna, well, I'll let her share it.
0: <laughs> okay, um, according to Deadline.com, Uh, Netflix CEO says Hemlock Grove beat out House of Cards In the early viewings So that's pretty good I'm excited Mm -hmm. for that So good for Netflix They said they're feeling very excited about the original show Um, It's a nice A very nice Redefinition of broadcasting For Netflix So I'm very excited It started off well I'm not exactly sure the exact numbers Mm -hmm. But um, great ratings overall
1: I know that I'm digging know. the show and I'm I'm sure yeah, I'm that I, I didn't take any screenshots, but I'm sure it was trending on Twitter on Friday night. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And the whole was. cast
0: was tweeting this whole week about it.
1: Yeah, yes. so um was that about it? I think so. Yeah. Let's move into our predictions.
2: So many predictions?
1: Prediction.
3: Well, there's just so many different yeah. ways you could take predictions because we still don't know a lot, like Marissa knows. Yeah. So you know, we're I will still not piecing do it. We're still no. piecing it together.
2: Yeah. We decided we're also only going to have her read. Have her read the. Her read the <laughs> she read the book, and we're not going to read the book just so that we have different perspectives, and we don't know everything that's coming up. But or after compare, season but, one,
1: if there's a season two. <laughs> I'm catching up. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. I'll begin with my prediction. Okay, I feel like um, we will find out that the baby is either Romans or some kind of experiment with scientific research and development arm of Godfrey Institute, Mm -hmm. which gives a kind of an anime feel to it. Yeah. I love it. Marissa?
0: Oh, I'm, you know not, I'm not you're participating not in this segment. JJ, well, there's so out. many,
2: but I, I just, I guess I'll tap in something that we didn't talk about is how pissed that Olivia got when Norman was saying that it was over, that their um, mm. sexual relations were over, and he says, I meant it, and she has this look afterwards, you know, and she knows that he did. So I think there's mm-hmm. going to be some evil stuff coming her, I mean, that she's going to do to him because she's not going to take that very kindly.
1: Tiana? <laughs>
3: I'm going to go with Peter and Roman's relationship that, now that they both have kind of seen a glimpse into what the other one is capable of, that maybe they'll find a way to use their powers to do something. Not sure what they're going to do yet, but they're going to use these forces of nature and it seems like they're opposites. So maybe their opposite powers will attract and create magic. Because Peter did say something. I feel like something very important is about to happen.
2: They'll take on Dr. Yeah. Price. So
3: maybe they'll take on mm-hmm. Dr. Price and bring down the whole establishment.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I will say that we are in works with getting people from the cast onto the show. It is confirmed that Lori Fortier... Who plays Marie Godfrey, and yeah, she's going great. to be in next week for our oh, show. Uh, <laughs> some big names coming up.
1: Awesome. I I predict. I want to see this, and I hope it happens. I want to see Peter running around in wolf form, doing mischievous things or wolfy stuff, or, and and I want to see him transform again into human because I I hope they yeah. don't make it so there's an ellipse and we don't get to see him go back into being human. Yeah.
0: I did read that um, Brian McGreevy, who wrote the first book go watch it I mean go read it it. Um, that uh, he's working on the second book right now so there is a it is a series
1: Thank you, Marissa. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that about does it for our first podcast on Hemlock Grove, episodes one and two. Thank you guys so much for joining us here. And if you guys want to, you can follow me at SeanAustinO on Twitter and tweet your predictions at me, tweet anything, stuff that we missed. Where can we find you, Marissa?
0: I'm on Twitter and on Instagram at TV, And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at tweetee
1: 22.
2: And I'm at JJ Jorgens on Twitter.